since the dawn of time, many of the world's best thinkers have tried to understand Wikipedia. Leonardo da Vinci, Socrates, Einstein. But all have failed until now. Two great warriors have stepped forward. I am Ben Graw the Mighty. And I am Garth Remington the Kingslayer. They aren't thinkers, they're doers. And they're going to review every single page on Wikipedia. That task is impossible. And remember, if you listen to this podcast, then hot girls will want to hook up with you. We totally will. This is the Wiki Review. That's going to be way more famous than me. Shit. No, just shut up. Hello and welcome to Wiki Review. I'm Ben Graw. I'm Garth Remington. And on this episode, we are talking about a man who in West Philadelphia, he was born and raised. On the playground is where he spent most of his days. He was chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, and shooting some b-ball outside of school. When a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in his neighborhood, he got in one little fight and his mom got scared and said, you're moving out with your auntie and uncle to Bel Air. We are talking about Will Smith. I whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair. Back and forth. Oh man, this is gonna be great! I have been waiting to do this page for ages. Finally, something I want to do. Willow Smith. She's so good. No, I said Will Smith. What? There's no O W. It's just Will. Ah. Her father. Fine. Talk about the man who had a great daughter. This <laughs> anyways. Fine. Whatever. You find Willow Smith more talented than Will Smith. Did you ever think to whip your hair back and forth? I don't think I have enough hair to whip it back and forth. Neither do I. But I'm a dreamer. <laughs> One day you'll be like Willow Smith. That's right, I have a dad with millions of dollars who can get me a music career when I really don't deserve it and I haven't even hit puberty yet. Yeah, my dad didn't do any of that. I know, right? He really stepped short when you're talking about Will Smith. He's like such a better dad to have. Got Sorry, his- dad, if you're listening. Ah, uh, they know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you're no Will Smith. Let's- and I'm better than Jaden Smith, so... <laughs> and he was in a movie. I mean, come on. He was what- in The Karate Kid. And he was in that movie where they were on the planet. Yeah, After Earth. Yeah, that's the one. Which, at first, I was really for sending Jaden Smith to a different planet. <laughs> then I realized they took a camera with him. Yeah, and it was going to be a movie and I was against it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just as talentless as these kids. Where's my feature box office smash hit? <laughs> this is the sort of thing you bring up around Christmas time. Come over for dinner, sweetie. Ah, uh, you know, I can come over because I'm free because I'm not making millions of dollars acting undeserving. So his occupation is actor, film producer, rapper, songwriter, <laughs> comedian, media personality, I have no idea what that means. And record producer. So they haven't made records in a long time. Yeah, they really haven't, have they? <laughs> it's all MP3s now. Record producer. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> he records things. I didn't know he was a comedian. I guess he is kind of funny. He does comedy roles, but when we hear comedian, we go, well, when's the last stand-up show we did? No, no, you can be a comedian. Go, That's stand-up comedian. Completely different thing. Yeah, this is more general. I mean, come on. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That's a pretty general comedy. Yeah, I think comedian title is very easy to get if you're famous. All you got to do is be kind of funny. Mm, star in a rom-com. Hey, he's a comedian. Well, he wasn't the love interest. He <laughs> must be a comedian. Because I have heard Bruce Willis referred to as a comedian. What? And I was just like, what? Has he even done funny roles? <laughs> he does ironic funny. Have you seen... What's the one with Tracy Morgan? Cop Out. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. That's one where it's funny as hell, but it's Tracy Morgan throwing stuff at Bruce Willis and Bruce Willis being Bruce Willis. And that's hilarious. Bruce Willis apparently hated being on that movie. Really? It was directed by Kevin Smith and apparently him and Kevin Smith really didn't get along and Ooh. he was just like, eh, I'm not going to say most of my lines, just let Tracy say more. <laughs> and so that's why through most of the movie, he's just sitting there quite silently. <laughs> no, my favorite bit in it is when Tracy's doing all the lines from movies. I say hello to my little friend. These are not the droids you were looking for. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. And then he's like, I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he does hate diehard fans though. Well, that's a bit rude. I'd love to have a few diehard fans. Yeah, I'd love anyone who came up to me and said, hey, wiki review. Wouldn't that be nice? Hint, hint, people. Yeah. <laughs> You can even thank me for being a diehard. I'm not going to correct you. I loved you in Wall Street. <laughs> Thanks, man. Might trick a few people around me. He was in Wall Street. The street or the movie? <laughs> if enough of you do it, everyone will believe it. This is how rumors start. This is how we can start a good rumor. You know, after Buzz Aldrin, I landed on the moon. Third guy. No one ever remembers the third guy who set foot on the moon. <laughs> I'm happy for that rumor to be spread that I was in the Wolf of Wall Street. I know, that'd be good, wouldn't it? I mean, it must be true. It's in the show notes. You can check now. <laughs> yeah, we'll just... <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith. It says he was active since 1985. Pretty much as long as I can remember there's been a Will Smith. Yeah, well, that's back then. He wasn't Will Smith, though. He was the Fresh Prince. I watched Fresh Prince growing up. Loved it. That's you get home from school show. School finishes, you get home. Time for Fresh Prince. It was maybe a decade after I stopped watching it that I realized that was Will Smith. Like, I think it was Independence Day or what's the one with the aliens? That is Independence Day. Oh, yeah. No, the other aliens one he did. Oh, Men in Black. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does do a few alien movies. He does. And robots and superheroes and such. He's got a wide range. But it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Independence Day that someone's like oh my god he's so great and I saw an interview of him and he's like man I look at where I am now oh that was it it was Ali he played Muhammad Ali and he's doing an interview like I, you know it was a very serious role he got into it people talk about the path you take I cannot see the path from Fresh Prince to Ali I don't know how I got here I'm like you were the Fresh Prince I love you <laughs> I instantly had respect for the man. See, I think I saw maybe Independence Day before I first saw Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Get the fuck out of here. So I, had, I remember seeing him in movies before seeing him. Like, huh, that's Will Smith. <laughs> He's in a TV show. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Because I like him. I'll, I'll watch him in most things. Not anything, but most things. Mm. He's likable. Some of his dramatic ones suck. Basically, if in the movie at any point he goes, oh, hell no, I'm in. <laughs> Just, and that's what I think makes him so successful. Some people, they black it up hard. He blacks it up enough so that white people can be like, ooh, he's a black guy. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Ah, oh, hell no. But if he went, ah, oh, hell no, crack is gonna die. You'd be like, whoa, settle down there. <laughs> That's not cool. You know, he kept in the margin. You know, <laughs> below him is like Ice Cube in Are We There Yet? Ice Cube wishes he could be Will Smith. 
Oh. Like, Will Smith is the, like, rapper to actor. Did it really well. <laughs> Ice Cube is, like, way behind, but probably number two. Yeah. There's a big distance between him. LL Cool J's done all right for himself, but not so much in the... What movies has LL Cool J been in? I saw him in Oz. Does that count? Wait, uh, was he? It was a TV show, yeah. I, I think... know, I know. That I've seen Oz, but who was he in Oz? He was... I think it was only one episode. That still counts. Yeah. <laughs> he played a pimp. Doesn't he do cop dramas? I know, Ice-T. Ice-T. Yeah, he does good cop dramas. And he's done a few movies. It's so weird that Ice-T plays a cop, though. It is. It's... <laughs> After all like, he's all done. all his songs are about fuck the police. I mean, ironically, he didn't write fuck the police, but, but that's, that's the, the essential theme of his music. Actually, my favorite uh, rapper <laughs> to actor would have to be Red Man and Method Man. <laughs> they make some funny movies. They did How High. That's the best movie ever. <laughs> you knew what I was talking about. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing the cover. I've only seen like little bits of it. I know I've seen the trailer, but I don't <laughs> think I've seen the movie. It was great. I like Red Man. He's a good actor. Yeah, Wu-Tang Clang's awesome. Yeah. It ain't nothing to fuck with, you know. <laughs> <laughs> let's skip down to his filmography, though, because this is where we always jump to. So let's start here. Let's just get it out of the way. You all know this was happening. So let's do this so we can get somewhere else. All right. So we looked at this before and we agreed that we're instantly going to skip over these first three. Where the Day <clears throat> Takes You, Made in America, and Six Degrees of Separation. If you're a big fan of any of those movies... That, yeah, sorry. That's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to do with us. Now let's get to what we came here for. Bad boys, bad boys. What, what you, you gonna, gonna do? What, what you gonna, gonna do when they come for you? <laughs> uh, that was a good movie. I think that Martin Lawrence did an amazing job. I'm a big fan of Martin Lawrence, except when he's in a fat suit. <laughs> I like Martin Lawrence movies between like certain time periods. <laughs> that falls after that? Nope. He tried to do the Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy could do it because he's Eddie Murphy. Because he was Eddie Murphy's sidekick, essentially. And then he went, hey, I'm going to be like Eddie Murphy. And we went, no, how about you stand behind Will Smith for a little bit? Just see how that feels. Because <laughs> if you like Martin Lawrence, then you definitely like the movie Blue Streak. I loved Blue Streak. That's his best movie. That is a great movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, everyone should watch that if they haven't seen it. It is a really good movie. It's Martin Lawrence at his best. It is absolutely great. It's like he got everything about him out in the movie. His whole onstage persona that's the movie once you see it you don't need to see anything else he's done the second best one is nothing to lose oh don't know if i remember that one it's with is it i want to say tony robinson but i think i've got that i probably have Tamar. seen it but i don't remember it from the name some dude sees his wife cheating on him and so he gets in his car and just like drives and then martin lawrence comes in to carjack him and he's just like screw you buddy and just puts his foot to the floor and drives him out to the middle of nowhere wow but then they become buddies nice road trip buddy film it was before martin lawrence became big because yes. he's playing like the second character. I believe that was his first movie. But it's a good movie. I mean, it's not as good as Blue Streak, but no. it's a good movie. It's better than Big Mama's House. <laughs> Everything's better than Big Mama's House too. Um, <laughs> that's right. They came back for more. No, I was wrong. The first movie he was in was Do the Right Thing, which what? was a Spike Lee movie in which Martin Lawrence plays a kid on the street who I guess has a too big a tongue. Could they all in mind come out that dick with the van for me, man? And I was like, that boy's talented. <laughs> I can see why he's got the success he has someone get him a fat suit <laughs> how do you feel about being a sassy big old woman am i still black sure does it annoy him that those movies flopped but like madea is crushing it at the moment <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, sorry, man. Uh, if you don't know who Madea is, it's because you're white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bad Boys. Awesome film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else was Martin Lawrence in? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Independence Day. That was a good movie. That was the one that made him, as far as coming out as a big star now. He did have all the greatest one-liners in there. Like, you do not shoot that green shit at me. <laughs> out here, middle of desert, with you and your dreadlocks. <laughs> Genius. Whack. Welcome to Earth. Yes. <laughs> but of course he had all the good lines. He was the only black guy in it. I liked it. We had the president, a Jew, and a black guy. The Jew knows everything. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> he knows how to fix everything and can figure it out because they're smart people. And he's got a neurotic dad. What are the odds, right? <laughs> Who knew he'd have some sort of vaudeville-type father figure? <laughs> You're pushing my David around. Though if you look through the filmography here of Will Smith, you will notice you don't see Independence Day 2. Even though they made another one. That's funny. <laughs> you reckon they thought they could do better than him? No, that- he thought he could do better than them. <laughs> I liked, he was, I'm too big for Independence Day 2. Hey, would you like to do Men in Black 3? Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I do remember when they first announced that he wasn't going to be in the second Independence Day movie. Yeah. I was like outraged going, he should be in it because that movie like made his career. It was the big one that set him in motion. So he should come back to that character. Then I saw it and went, that was a piece of shit. I understand why he wanted nothing Nothing to do with it. (laughs) I always refer to it as American Pie Bandcamp. Never seen it. Don't need to see it. You know what happens in it. When the only person in the movie that was in the original was was the father. Yeah, they have Jim's dad. He's still there because he'll do any shitty B-grade movie. He was doing B-grades before American Pie (laughs) and he'll be doing them long after. He's made a good career in B-grade and more power to him. He looks very like he belongs there. Look at all Eugene Levy. Yes, great man. (laughs) (laughs) Worked with John Candy. I put it to you though. Is it possible that Independence Day 2 would have been awesome if Will Smith was in it? No, that was a real piece of shit. (laughs) Even he couldn't have saved it. Imagine Independence Independence Day without Will Smith. Just some white guy and some Jew arguing. That's not really a movie. No, you haven't seen Independence Day 2. If you had, you wouldn't even... There's nothing could save that movie. I've seen it. Oh, have you? Yes. Like the big alien at the end. What quippy one-liner could he have done to save that (laughs) bullshit closing scene? Ah, hell (laughs) no. Here we go again. (laughs) I'm getting jiggy with it. (laughs) Wow, wow, Independence Day. (laughs) Yeah, no, piece of shit. I saw the African guy in it. He had machetes. And I went, okay, go on. Where's this going? I I need to see this now. Got to the end and I was like, I felt a little ripped off. Because I've seen the actual movie Machete and how a machete could be used. And no, he did not fulfill my needs for machete violence. That was one of the sad scenes in a movie where you hear this African guy talking about we've been fighting these things with our hands for like the past couple of years. And like, no, 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 where's this movie? Shoot that movie. Exactly. I don't want to see this bullshit. This is nonsense. Oh, now that the white people are here with their guns. No, no, no. We want to see the Africans. See all the skulls? I want the story of the skulls. (laughs) I want to see like one skull and that's where the movie starts and I want it to end when that pile is full. The movie ends when the white people arrive. (laughs) Exactly. Here comes the cavalry and then Will Smith would be in it and he'd be like, ah, hell nah. And we'd be like, all right, that was a good movie. Yeah, because it's sort of like the Independence Day, the Men in Black. Aliens made him like a household name, essentially. Mm. When shit goes down and the aliens arrive, he's our sassy black person. Mm. Though I have always wanted a neuralizer. Wouldn't you? As long as they don't cause any kind of brain damage. I mean, think about how many times would you have used that on your wife? 
Yeah, probably a few. <laughs> More than anyone else. How do I look in these <laughs> pants? Actually, they're a little what? <laughs> hey, honey, I just noticed you got some nice pants. Thank you. I was just out here to ask you, but I didn't even have to ask you. That's right. I'm a great man. See, every time I forget to ask about her haircut, then I can just like neuralize it. Then she forgets she got a haircut. <laughs> you can remind her. <laughs> oh my God, I did. I already forgot about it, but you notice. Of course I do. I notice everything about you. <laughs> <laughs> I think a neuralizer, there'd be too many uses for that for me to list on this podcast. <laughs> I've started with the main one. Be a great lifesaver. But if everyone had one, nothing would ever get done and people's brains and memories would just be completely scrambled all the time. But <laughs> like you couldn't leave your house without someone buzzing you. Also, I'd use it to punch people in the face and then zap them. You could use it to rob a bank quite easily. You just go in and like fake gun. Or just walk up to everyone, take the money. Hi everyone, see you later. Bye. No one would remember what you look like. Pretty much you could do everything horrible ever. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. <laughs> it's a terrible idea for anyone other than me to have. Once oh, yeah, I'd totally turn evil with it. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Because no one would even know. Everyone would think I was such a nice guy. Because <laughs> I keep zapping them and telling them that. <laughs> Plus every embarrassing thing that happens to you, you just zap everyone around you. Oh, uh, just hope it doesn't make it to YouTube in time. Because once it's posted, that's it. Now i got to zap everyone. Uh, I just hate to like set it wrong because I'd feel bad if I did something embarrassing embarrassing in front of you and I wanted to shave off like 30 seconds but I ended up setting like 30 years <laughs> and that's it they're just gone and I just like, remember oh, everything from crap. four on four and before <laughs> turned into a babbling kid I don't think people will notice the difference to be honest no I wouldn't <laughs> how much could you honestly have matured since you were four the only difference is I'd probably be more positive about things <laughs> I wouldn't have the soul crushing reality of life on me yet so this would be more like you'd be like ah oh, so this is the movie Men in Black that sounds amazing <laughs> I love it did you know there was an Independence Day 2? Wow, that's so many. <laughs> uh, did you see Enemy of the State? I did see Enemy of the State. It had Gene Hackman and briefly Jason Lee, but I think he gets killed. I saw Enemy of the State, but I don't think it's that one. I saw a different one, possibly called Property of the State or something like that. Was it about hip hop guys who sell drugs? No. Then no, I have not seen Enemy of the State. Essentially, there's some videotape of some politician doing something illegal. Jason Lee gets it, which if you don't know who that is that's my name is Earl he was Earl yep. and he did other stuff he did a lot of stuff with Kevin Smith <clears throat> yes he did yeah he gives the tape to Will Smith for some random reason and then promptly dies and then Will Smith has this thing and the government is like following him using like satellites and stuff and so now he's on the run but they're like tracking him everywhere and Gene Hackman helps him oh, he plays nice. like some crazy conspiracy nut it turns out to be right <gasps> well if Gene Hackman said it I'd believe it and then he's established himself so he's allowed to do one for the money wild wild west that that's right. I don't think I've watched the entire thing because you just can't. I saw it at the cinema. Jesus. <laughs> What were you, like, 14? 13. Um, <laughs> so there's a giant mechanical spider that runs on steam now, and there's a black guy who's a cowboy. This is ridiculous! I remember the guy who produced that was going to produce a Superman movie at one stage, and he was really fixated on that Superman should fight a giant spider. Was this before or after he made Wild Wild West? Before. Ah! And so when he did Wild Wild West, he finally got his giant spider. <laughs> Granted, it was mechanical and puffing out steam. But he got it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Superman fighting a giant spider doesn't make any sense. That's the dumbest thing ever. What's it gonna do? Poison him? It can't. What's it gonna do? Like crush him? It can't. Like Trap him in a web. Oh. 
Oh, it can't. <laughs> but what if its webs are made of kryptonite? Ooh, krypton spider. Yeah, and the venom that it injects is also kryptonite. Ah, and its fangs are made out of kryptonite. What if it's just like, just throw a rock at him, krypton- <laughs> kryptonian rock at him, he'll be fine. It's Superman, it's always got to be kryptonite. I mean, it is his kryptonite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what did you think of the song Wild Wild West? Oh, Jesus Christ. Jim West, <laughs> Desperado, Rough Row. Yo, Pika Bang Bang. <laughs> I like his movie songs, though. I wish he would do more of them. <laughs> hear a Here bunch of movies. Man in Black. Because <laughs> wouldn't you have liked to hear a rap for, like, iRobot or Hitch? Absolutely. No, he didn't do the one for Shark's Tale. <laughs> they got, like... Oh, who they got? Christina Aguilera and... Who's that other rap person? I know that's very vague. Is it Redman? No, it's a woman. Missy Elliott. Not Queen Latifah? <laughs> no, it was Missy Elliott. I can't believe you couldn't get that from rap person. <laughs> <laughs> you it was didn't so say, obvious. You didn't even say woman. You just... <laughs> rap person. I don't know. They, they rap. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hammer. Yes, Hammer. <laughs> I mean, obviously the best movie rap he did was for Men in Black. That was probably his best movie one. Because what did he do? He did Men in Black, Men in Black 2, and Wild Wild West. And then he didn't really rap to any of the others. An Independence Day rap would have been cool. That would have been. <laughs> now, a lot of people make fun of Will Smith's rap career, mainly because it's easy. <laughs> and when you consider that he was doing that alongside the <clears throat> thug life gangster rap height of popularity. Everyone else is talking about slapping bitches and shooting people. He's there, na 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 na. Get jiggy with it. Everyone makes fun of him. Everyone forgets. Boom, boom, shake the room. That was an awesome song. That was an epic song. Everyone forgets it. That's Big Willie Styles right there. <laughs> <laughs> and he called himself Big Willie Styles. What do you want? What more do you want, people? Did you see The Legend of Bag of Vance? I did, where he played the wise caddy. Wait, was that Happy Gilmore? No, it was this too. <laughs> <laughs> did he get his hand bit off by an alligator? That's Will Smith we're talking about. He bit the alligator's hand off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was teaching Matt Damon to play golf, right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, again, I saw the trailer, never saw the movie. It was during the Depression, and so they decided that white people should play golf. And for some reason, a black guy knows a lot about golf. Yeah, well, Tiger Woods. This was pre-Tiger... Actually, no. That was about the time Tiger came out, wasn't it? <gasps> I never put this together before. <laughs> People will be like, golf, it's this white man's sport. Hey, there's this famous black guy who's kicking everyone's butt. What if it's like some deep-seated knowledge that black We need to do a movie. Get me Will Smith! Which then, if you've seen it, I have the question. Is Will Smith talented enough to make a golf movie interesting? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was also because it was set in a time when he couldn't be na-na-na-na-na. Getting yeah. jiggy with it. Yeah, it's the 20s. Black people weren't allowed to be cool then. <laughs> It was a law against it. It's not cool. It's not fair. They protested. They overcame. Now they get to be cool. So he was just being your method actor. And Ali. I never saw, but I've, it's one of those movies I've always wanted to go back and see. It's good. It's not my favorite Muhammad Ali movie. Wait, it's more than one? There are so many Ali movies. Most of them are B-grade, but I like the ones that have the boxing in. Every time I see it come up on like Foxtel or anything, like they go, ah, oh, there's a new Muhammad Ali movie. I look at what it says. If the word Vietnam comes up in it, I don't watch it. He was the biggest fighter of the time. And fought the government about oh, I'm out <laughs> If they say He beat up George Foreman I'm in Did Will Smith At least portray Ali good Yeah he had the cheeks And everything <laughs> He did kind of like The opposite of Marlon Brando In The Godfather You know how Marlon Brando Put the cotton balls At the bottom of his mouth Well for Ali Will Smith put the putty And the cotton balls At the top of his mouth Looked just like Ali huh, Did a great job Good on him Yeah <laughs> It was him taking the role Seriously Because that's like You know A black hero uh, Then he came back To do the sequels For both men 
Kingdom Black and Bad Boys. Bad Boys 2. Let me tell you about Bad Boys 2. There is a movie that I have fallen asleep to so many times. It's ridiculous. First off, my friend mm. and I, we hired it from a video store and somehow through the magic of returning and hiring movies, we returned the case but not the mm. DVD and they didn't know. <laughs> so we just had this video easy. That's not a thing anymore, is it? No, no, no. You're pretty safe now. <laughs> I think they're out of business long ago. <laughs> yeah, we got a video easy Bad Boys 2 DVD and I fell asleep to it. It's because it's a lot of car chases. It's yeah. all action. There's a lot of movement. Maybe I'm epileptic because I just switch off. There's just too much going on and my brain just goes, I'm, I'm out of here. I don't care anymore. Though I do think Bad Boys 2 is a better movie than Men in Black 2. Because didn't that have the jackass guy in it? Yeah, yeah. Johnny Knoxville. He played like an alien. Two heads. Yeah, it was a stupid movie with a stupid premise. So stupid that they made a third one later. Which actually kind of makes the second one look all right. <laughs> yeah, it's all comparative, isn't it? Well, that's the thing. Like, Men in Black 2, it's watchable. It's not a movie you would ever choose to watch but if it was on TV you'd probably just sit there yes you'd just sit there and let it happen because that was back in the day when you did kind of have to do that and then iRobot which I think comes up on this podcast a lot we do like to mention that because they talk in detail about the robot rules I don't know what they're actually called I call them the robot rules and Will Smith hates robots for what I can gather is absolutely no good reason. Absolutely. He has an exceeding hatred beyond his story. <laughs> so let me get this straight. A robot saved your life, so you hate them and don't trust them. He spent the whole movie just like hating like robots. And you're like, why does he hate him so much? Did they kill his family? It's like, no, they, they saved him. That's not really cool, man. <laughs> Imagine you save someone and the first thing they say is, why didn't you save the other person and let me die? Motherfucker, you want me to push you back in? What? I could drown? you right now but it'll make you feel better fuck you it'd be like if you're in a car accident and there was like the driver's side airbag that saved you but then like Ali dies because there's no passenger side airbag so you decide that airbags are evil and they've got to go <laughs> and every chance I get man we're gonna get rid of airbags gotta get rid of airbags man just a terrible idea everyone you should stop having airbags why save my life once <laughs> Like, shouldn't that be, like, more airbags? Don't you want, like, passenger side airbags? No, no airbags. They're evil. It what? chose me over her. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I don't know, just spitballing here. Maybe if you let your woman drive, <laughs> you wouldn't have this problem. Don't blame the airbag. Blame you for being a chauvinist who has to drive everywhere. This thing makes no sense whatsoever. And then you got Shark's Tale, which was not Finding Nemo. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So, Shark's Tale isn't Finding Nemo, is it? No, it's came out out basically the same time. It dragged on its tail, as it were. Its <laughs> tail. It's kind of like got a whole Armageddon Deep Impact thing going. Yes. Dante's Peak in that other Volcano movie. It was called Volcano. It really- and we talked about it before. We <laughs> couldn't remember the name. And after all that spitballing, it's called Volcano. It wasn't even original. Yeah, with Tommy Lee Jones. But yeah, Shark's Tale, not the winner. It did not beat Finding Nemo. Funny that. It was the Deep Impact. <laughs> Which is weird, because Deep Impact actually made more sense than Armageddon. I mean, why would you put a comedian, Bruce Willis, up in a rocket? Doesn't make any sense. Why can't you just teach an astronaut to be funny? Well, I don't know, some kind of... Oil driller or an astronaut who drills oil or anyone who's used a drill ever that isn't a comedian. I don't know, just spitballing again. <laughs> then Hitch. Yeah, where he hitched people together, but then he fell in love. Somewhere. Oh, what a crazy rom-com right there. Oh, he just can't get his life together. <laughs> 
Uh, Kevin James was in that movie too. Who's Kevin James? Uh, Paul Blart, more cop. <laughs> he was. <laughs> uh, King of Queens himself. Man, he really knows how to wreck a movie. <laughs> it's funny. He's like a wrecking ball and he looks like one too. <laughs> Seriously though, he's a nice guy. <laughs> Though you will notice, like, because a lot of people wonder why he has a career. Mm. And it's easy because it, you see all his movies have Happy Madison Productions, which is his buddy Adam Sandler's production company. That's right. It's like no one else is producing a Kevin James movie. <laughs> There's a certain genre that it fits into. People too stupid and kids too young to know any better. I mean, hell, I still think Billy Madison was a good movie because I was, what, like 10 when it came out? I'm an idiot. Kevin James is like a tiny step over Rob. Snyder. Oh, I have respect for Rob Schneider because at least he was a Saturday Night Live guy. But mm. then he went and did movie after movie of just, come on, dude, you're better than this. It's like Martin Short. Same deal. Come on, dude, you can be better than Jiminy Glick. You have it in you to do great roles. Mm. <laughs> That's him in a fat suit. <laughs> he Martin Lawrence did. <laughs> <laughs> I think Rob Schneider's best movie was Juice Bigelow, though. One, not two. No, no, forget two. Although I love Norm Macdonald in number two. I just like Norm Macdonald. Yeah, he's great in everything. We should be doing his page. <laughs> <laughs> I did see his stand-up special that he has on Netflix. Yeah? It's actually quite funny, yeah. He's quite good. And the last last comic standing that I saw, he was a judge on with Roseanne and one of the Wayans. The good one. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of them, but you, you know who I'm talking about. The one who's actually talented and the other ones only exist and you only know about them because of him. Roseanne is Roseanne. <laughs> She's something different now. Uh, but she was hosting it and everyone would do their thing like, yeah, you're really good. I didn't really like this. And then it would be Norm's turn. Now, Norm has for a long time not given a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and he just sort of does this, like, long talk. The way he does. Hmm. Goes on and on about something completely irrelevant. And then goes, yeah, I didn't like you, set. <laughs> <laughs> Or he just puts them right in their place. Like someone did a joke about, uh, in why doesn't the Bible say this? Why don't they do this with the Bible? And he goes, you know, if you actually uh, did some research, you'd know why they didn't do that. And uh, then you could stop doing that joke. <laughs> and everyone's like, aw. And I'm like, that's a really good point. <laughs> do your research, man. That's not McDonald's. <laughs> Going back to like Roseanne, did you know her show recently got like cancelled? Yeah, put back <laughs> put on back and then cancelled cancelled because of a racist Ambien? tweet. <laughs> I'm, it was Ambien, wasn't it? I don't know. What was? Do you know what the tweet was? The funny thing about it is, it's totally right. That's going to sound out of context. Let me explain. Roseanne said that this chick is a combination of the Brotherhood of Islam mixed with. Planet of the Apes. Huh. But if you see this chick, you're like, she looks like the chick from Planet of the Apes and she's Muslim. Let's see, what is the exact wording? There we are. Where? Uh, just there. Okay, so the exact words are Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals VJ. Now, VJ is someone. I don't even know who she is. I just saw a picture of her and went, okay, admittedly the picture was beside a picture of the chick from Planet of the Apes and they do look incredibly similar and that's not racist. Valerie Jarrett. Valerie Jarrett. Jarrett. Yeah. Huh. There we are. <laughs> you see? She does look like the chick from Planet of the Apes. I don't know if she's Muslim or not. I don't know what the Muslim part was about. I just know that that's... If you ever saw the original 60s Planet of the Apes, <coughs> yeah. she looks like the chick. And I'm not being mean here. I mean, she's a nice woman. I'm sure whatever it is she's done is nice. But come on. If I look like someone from the Planet of the Apes, I'd own it. Well, too late, dude. Like, Wiki Review's been cancelled now. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Ambien. It was the Ambien. I was on drugs. Thanks for agreeing with that tweet. Now we're off the air. 
<laughs> this will be the last episode. I'm sorry, guys. I've been Ben Groh. <laughs> uh, I'm still here. Come um, on. Women, rise up with me. Because Roseanne did that as well after she got kicked off. Women, rise up with me. Don't you hate ugly bitches too? <laughs> yeah, we hate you. It got nasty real quick. Apparently, they're talking about doing a spin-off about Darlene. What? <laughs> I love everything about that. That's the thing. I kind of expected that Roseanne was a little racist. Yeah. I just assumed that anyway. They say Roseanne's racist. I'm like, yeah, probably. (laughs) I thought we'd already gotten past that. That's not the audience she's appealing to. Wait, you're telling me that working class, overweight mother Roseanne, (laughs) woman who got famous in the middle of white America, the wheat belt it might be, you're telling me (laughs) that that sassy, Crassy, politically incorrect woman. You're talking about Roseanne, right? <laughs> no. This is the thing. If either of us get famous, does this podcast ruin their career? Oh, yeah. I thought like, that's what we were doing. They could just grab clips of like a bunch <laughs> of stuff you've said you know, and there's your career gone. I'll take it one further. We've already done the trouble and put pull quotes at the start of every episode. <laughs> so they don't even have to sieve through it. It's right there. I do sometimes grab the most horrible racist <laughs> things you say. <laughs> Out of context. <laughs> but no, the only reason I agreed to do this was podcast was because I know I'm not getting famous, but there's a slim chance you might. I really <laughs> wanted to destroy that. <laughs> like, like, say the N-word again, Ben. Say the N-word. <laughs> uh, the next one up is The Pursuit of Happiness. Did you see that one, Ben? Yeah, I have seen that one. One of his more dramatic ones. That's one of those ones, you, the serious role. Yeah, that, that was great that there was a whole bunch of crying that happened in my house that wasn't me. It was uh, kind of like the Robin Williams. Dead Poet Society Where you're kind of like eh, I wish he would be funnier Come on Waka waka Break it out Give us a hell no Stop trying to be all like Respectable and stuff Quit pursuing happiness And start pursuing I don't know Sassiness That movie should be called The Pursuit of Sassiness Because if you look at All these movies before that They're all just like This fun larger than life character But he was just playing Some dude Some dude who was struggling From Fresh Prince onwards He was just a dude Who was getting by Doing whatever the hell he wanted Was he a poor kid? Well he was in West Philadelphia Born and raised So I assume so. I mean, you assume that because he's like a rapper, because all rappers were poor when they were growing up. Yeah, but not his kind of rap. But yeah, he did like pleasant rap, so it sounds like he probably had a good family. And he seems well-schooled. I reckon he's probably from a, I wouldn't say like, you know, rich family, but you know, well-to-do. It's probably on his Wikipedia page. Yeah, let's find out. Um, early life. In Westford, for born and raised. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I already did that bit. His um, dad was in the Air Force. That makes a lot of sense how he got into Independence Day. He was raised Baptist. He went to a private Catholic elementary school. There you go. Yeah, so he was a rich kid. Like that wasn't obvious. I don't see any gold teeths in his mouth. He doesn't say yarr. He couldn't rap about the streets. He lived on A Street, but that's about it. It was a cul-de-sac, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Cherry cul-de-sac. Born and raised. Nice little garden at the end. (laughs) But yeah, when I saw Pursuit of Happiness, I felt a little ripped off because he wasn't like punching aliens or making quippy one-liners. He was just trying to get a job. That's what I try to do. I'm trying to escape my reality. Can you help me out here? But if you remember the trailer, the trailer had all the like quippy one-liners in the movie that he said, all the clever answers, and it's all just of like, them. and it's just like, oh, this is the whole movie I'm in, and it's not. <laughs> they cut it down. They're like, hi everyone, do you like Will Smith? Yes, yes I do. Take that, you stupid alien. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another movie with him. All right, happy 
happiness. That sounds like a feel-good movie. This is going to be great. And then it's just, oh, this is horrible. And he's got a kid. And the Wait, was that his kid? I think it was. See, once again, my dad never put me in a movie with him. Yeah, what was I doing in 2006? Starring, yep, Jaden Smith. Uh, I kind of do hate that kid. I'm fully aware that I'm just jealous. But yes, I hate the shit out of that kid. I guess like the best metaphor is he was like born on third base and thinks he hit a triple. And I'm not much of a baseball guy, but that's... That makes sense. That, that It's really good for metaphors and analogies. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> Bases were loaded. He was on third and he got walked in and he acts like he hit a homer. It really is easy. <laughs> Mainly because every other sport requires some kind of skill. Baseball's the only sport where you can make a home run without doing anything. If everyone else stuffs up, if just the pitcher keeps throwing wide, you can get a home run. That's the rules. Hey, if you can just like bunt the ball and if the shortstop trips over, you that's it, home run. I mean, you can't <laughs> do that in golf. Willie will tell you because he was Bagger Vance. <laughs> or whoever the black guy was. I don't know which one Bagger was. Bagger sounds like a black guy's name from the 20s. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> the Will Smith does definitively prove that talent is not hereditary. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, in fact, very rarely is it. Goldie Horn <laughs> and her talentless daughter. Who was her daughter? Kate Hudson. Oh, really? Yeah, I can see that. Huh. Ah, the greatest of all examples, Liza Minnelli. She did not live up to her mother's standards. But that's not fair because everyone went, you're going to be great too. I'm going to be great. Oh, damn it. She's trying. <laughs> <laughs> See, luckily our parents weren't good at anything. I know, right? <laughs> That's an easy bar to get over. I know, right? <laughs> Low expectations, minimal failure. I could be the most famous Graw. Yeah, you are. I think I already am. Because, yeah, everyone else who's famous is a Mick Graw. Yeah, true. Because I don't think if you type in Graw into Google, there's something in the Urban Dictionary. Is it like... Uh, it better be good, I swear to God. <laughs> An acronym for the game titled Ghost Recon. Oh shit, really? There's a War video fighter. game with the acronym GRAW? Oh, oh that's yeah. gonna Ghost Re that's gonna be way more famous than me. Shit. Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter. Yeah, that's Ghost Recon. I, I think I've seen that in stores and thought, yeah, I'm not buying that. That sucks. I'm not gonna buy the GRAW game. <laughs> Why would anyone want a game called GRAW? Oh motherfucker, they got GRAW.com. They got GRAW 2 and GRAW Zoo. Hey, if you ever wanted GRAW.com, it's gone. I know. It belongs to the like, Ghost Recon people. And Douchebags. It's all owned by Tom. Tom Clancy. You're not going to be able to fight Tom Clancy. No one can fight Tom Clancy. All he does is write books about people fighting. Do you reckon anyone's ever played this game while listening to our podcast? These if are the two <laughs> most famous Graws collide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if anyone out there has played Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter while listening to our podcast and using some sort of Remington Electronics device, please write in and let us know. Give us a five-star review. Are there Remington Electronics? Yeah, let's yeah. you. Uh, there's Remington Guns and there's Remington oh, Microwaves. Yes. And um, Remington's pretty much done everything, <laughs> including podcasting now. Yeah, so Remington.com Remington is gone. gone. And it's got but firearms. It's, now, that's one I can't fight. Your Graw was written by Tom Clancy. He just writes about people who have Remingtons. I'm just saying, if we went up against them, they're going to team up in a second and we're going to lose really quick. There's a Wikipedia page for Remington arms. Yeah, they're hairy. <laughs> That'd be a weird Wikipedia page <laughs> to review when we get to that one. That will be. This is going to get weird real. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a symptom. It's called Remington Arm. So, goddammit, we can't even be the most famous of our own names now. That's... Fair enough. I thought we were obscure enough. Yeah, no, only when we put our names together. I mean, to be fair, yours is an acronym. I thought yours would be too long for an acronym, but it's a gun, so... Yeah, it's and already... guns are pretty famous. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, the Remington is one of the most highly and uh, reviewed and well-received uh, sniper rifles for the police forces of Remington. <laughs> what, do you, like, subscribe to a magazine or something? 
heritage. It's my heritage. <laughs> you got to know your heritage. I'm sure you've studied all the knowledge of Ghost Recon. I only found out about it 30 seconds ago. <laughs> you know what would have been great is if you had played it and completed it and never realized that it's just if you put the letters in a row. Oh my God, it does mean grow. It's been staring at me from right under the TV. I don't know why. I kind of want to play the game now. I've played a few Ghost Recons. It's no Black Ops. No, but it's named after me. So Yeah, it kind of sucks. No, um, I hated it. My game was shit. And it is advanced warfare. So I think it's more like, you know, in the future where you've got like lasers, you know, when they just ruin everything. Zap. <laughs> I hope that's the sound effect. <laughs> We're going to play some Graw. Zap. Oh, you got me. Zap. I've been Grawed. <laughs> I can do one of those let's play things on our YouTube channel. Graw playing Graw. <laughs> Graw squared. And just have like you there with like a Remington rifle sitting beside. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Remington rifles. <laughs> I could just bring one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for those who don't know, Garth is a crazy gun nut. I think if you've listened to this at all, yeah, everyone knows that I grew up on a farm and I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm just realistic and well educated, unlike other people. <laughs> Let's shoot them all! <laughs> Yeah! Uh, I'm not nuts. Uh, Speaking of which, I am legend. <laughs> that was a. It was not a zombie movie. Yeah, it was one of those zombie films that wasn't a zombie film because all zombie films are not zombie films. It's just like these things. It's, it's just easier to say zombies. It really is. Everyone gets what they're talking about. It's not a zombie. It's, well, actually, they're like vampire zombies or something because they don't like the sunlight or something. But they can climb walls like spiders. They were pretty close to vampires. Yeah, vampire zombie. But I think if there's lots of vampires, you just call them zombies. Is a collection of vampires called the zombies? Because they're undead, but there's just one of them, so it's a vampire. I think like an old vampire is a zombie because, you know, they're like more decrepit. Because <laughs> what is really the difference between a vampire and a zombie? They both try and bite you. Sex appeal. One can lure chicks into wanting to have sex with them so they can like kill them. And the other one just wants to eat brains. Yeah, vampires are the sexiest monster. Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone knows that bats are the hottest animal. So you've played a vampire and something. I know. <laughs> and it was rather sexy. <laughs> as old and decrepit as I played him. <laughs> and you know how I know I was sexy? All the pale makeup that was put on my already pale skin. <laughs> we need to make him look dead. I remember actually, I put the cape on and then the makeup girl came to put it on and like just as she was mixing up the brush, you came out and you're like, that's a really good makeup <laughs> job. We haven't put any on yet. Do we need any? <laughs> Dude, you need to get a tan. <laughs> Look, we're trying to get realistic vampire, not like whatever that is. This is my skin. And if you don't know what we're talking about, you should check out our YouTube channel, Humidor. You Sub can find it on our website. Subscribe. It's yeah. great. Yeah, I am legend. I guess I'm dyslexic or something because I always thought that was the sequel to iRobot. <laughs> I thought it was called iLegend. <laughs> iLegend, iRobot, I get it. So yeah, he was the one who was going to cure us all from the zombie vampire virus. P.S. There was five other people left. Cure yeah. us all. And he this creepy thing going with mannequins. It was yeah, him showing what he'd learnt in Bag of Vance and Pursuit of Happiness. Going, imagine being so alone that you shut up, just kill some stuff. Tom Hanks talks to a volleyball if you put him on an island. Well, that was good though. Wilson! My name's Spaulding. What's your problem? <laughs> it's right on me. What are you doing? That has to be one of the best product placements in a movie ever. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of volleyball are you getting? <clears throat> I'll have a Wilson, please. 
Because you bet they got a spike in sales. Oh, absolutely. When everyone's doing YouTube clips of them yelling at balls. (laughs) (laughs) What I liked best about I Am Legend, he's alone in an entire city. I love that because my mission in life is if I'm ever in that situation to never flush a toilet again. Also never use a toilet twice. I mean, he's right next to these giant skyscrapers. You're telling me he couldn't just shit in one every day? Well, he probably could only access like the ground floor of the skyscraper. Yeah, the elevator don't work. Yeah, the stairs. Although, you know, do you really want to go up 13 flights when you have to shit? (laughs) (laughs) That's... (laughs) What do you think you would do if you had a deserted city all to yourself? Just that. I'd shit in every... (laughs) That's my number one first go-to. Plot out where all the toilets are and aim to never flush. I want, when I die years later, when someone else rocks up to the city to be like, why is there shit in all the toilets? (laughs) (laughs) There must have been like a whole society here. Not just one guy. One determined man what would you do you've got a whole city to yourself i don't know because i just think like you'd need to give yourself some task i like yours because it's this epic thing of you would never complete it yes. there are more toilets than bowel movements so <laughs> that'd keep you busy though when you die knowing that there is a toilet without your shit floating in it would you be disappointed i gave it a good run i'd be aware that i've got more shit in more toilets than anyone else has ever that'd be the achievement yeah i'd be in the guinness book of world records that'd be good because the annoying thing about that society is there'd be no electricity and these days anything good needs electricity that's true i mean you could still drive the cars and stuff you could have your own dodgem cars but it's no fun with no one else car you could drive until it ran out of petrol because do the bowsers work without well, electricity but, but there's that many cars there that you wouldn't need to drive that's what you could do just never drive the same car twice because i don't know how to hotwire a car you have plenty of time. There's a whole library in yeah, I see why that's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what do I do? Library? You could read a book. Uh, There's no which, electricity. Which, in all fairness, if you go into a library, do they really have a book that would teach you how to hotwire a car? What section is that in? I mean, non-fiction, obviously, but... Non- <laughs> <laughs> that's just... I know which side of the library. What's the Dewey Decimal? Oh, yeah, I'm not up to date with my Deweys. But I like to imagine, though, if we walked into a library right now and went up to the counter and went, excuse me, Miss Librarian, I'm sorry to bother you. We were just looking for a book on how to hotwiring cars third to the left, one over. <laughs> That's all we get these days. People are afraid to Google it. That's the thing. I reckon I could Google it in like two seconds. There's probably a YouTube video. I bet there's a YouTube video on how to find the book. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if a library would stock that book, though. Well, it'd be car mechanics that you could... It wouldn't tell you how to do it. It would tell you how a car works, and you could figure it out from there. Fair enough. Um, Wikipedia, we'll see. Hot wiring. With a hyphen, in case you're trying to find this. And this is methods. Hot wiring generally involves connecting the two wires which complete the circuit when the key is in the on position. Turning on the fuel pump and other necessary components, then touching the wire that connects to the starter. When you pull out that column, there's essentially two wires sticking out of it. If there's more than one... Just shove them all together You'll figure it out eventually What you do have to be aware of people Is that you will burn out The starter motor doing that So maybe save this For when there is No one else around And you can use all the cars What about when Immobilizers Because I know that I had A key in my car Screwed up And didn't work anymore And it was because The immobilizer in it Stopped working So I had to pay like 300 bucks To get a new key What's an immobilizer? Oh it's right there What is it Ben? It's basically a little Computer chip That if it isn't within Like a couple of centimeters Of your car Your car doesn't start but it doesn't matter if you have the key in the right position or anything you just have to remove the part of it that's connected in the car well i don't know how immobilizers work so what i'd say is just keep removing parts of the car until it starts 
And if it doesn't start when you completely dismantled it, you've gone too far. So I hope if I have access to all these cars, you're around with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll be there by yourself going, what was that one thing Garth said? Hopefully I still have access to the podcast. There we go. But if you do, then you have electricity. Don't need That's to go true. anywhere. I have like an old record, you know, like with the... <laughs> We're on vinyl. <laughs> now, you know when they sent like the Voyager up, how it has that record with that little record player? Everyone's saying hello and, and Yeah, and I've got Chuck like one of, I've got one of those of Wiki Review. Oh yeah, that solid gold one. I mean, me yeah. that's what that was about. Though it doesn't have this episode on it. Well, not yet. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll start engraving it. You're going to have to get that done. This is the one that's going out. People are going to remember us in a thousand years. It's going to be as people who are highly suspicious car thieves. And everyone will know that it was me who shat in all the toilets. <laughs> we need that record made. Yeah, because you're going to need a car if you want to shit in that many toilets. Oh, absolutely. I need some camping equipment. We need some prunes. What if you found like a hardware store with a bunch of toilets, but the toilets weren't hooked up? Bonus round. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, 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 (laughs) ding. I mean, I'm not flushing, so that makes perfect sense, right? Although one after the other, like if there's like 30 all sitting there, by the time I get to the 30th, that place is going to smell pretty bad, especially on what I plan to eat. What if you went to a toilet that you hadn't gone to before and there was already a turd floating there. My nemesis. <laughs> Somewhere out there. It'd be kind of like a uh, memento, you know? This would be how we communicate to each mm. other. Like, oh, he's been here. I'd would s- you flush it and then leave your own? Yeah, that's how he'd know I'd been there to take his place. But if then I started rocking up to toilets I've already been to and seen that a different turd was in there, because I'd know. They're like my babies. Everyone I knows. didn't eat corn. <laughs> this peanut-eating motherfucker's gonna get it. <laughs> And you never see this person ever. You just see their turds. And they only see mine. Yeah, that would be a little scary at first. But then I imagine that's a great start to a romantic comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, someone already shat in this one. Hey, someone flushed my shit and replaced it with another shit. (laughs) Back and forth until love ensues. What a mismatched pair. If only they could get over their commonality, they'd get along. What about Hancock? Did you see that? I did. I reckon it got criticized a lot, but I liked it. Yeah, it was funny. It was like, you know, because honestly, if you're a superhero does that mean you're going to be rich and have a cape i think it was one step above hitch yes like it was better than hitch hitch was a bit stupid romantic comedy Mm. hancock that was like you know he's a superhero it's a fun movie but it's not a good movie and he got to be like you know a down and out black guy who's a superhero he got to say you know what is it with it man but it is fair to say that right now we are in the downswing of the will smith career (laughs) this is what we call the money gathering period yeah it it doesn't really get much better better from here. There's a no. couple of like, oh, really? He did that. I haven't seen this next one. Ben, have you seen Seven Pounds? Oh, I fucking hate this movie so bad. <laughs> I'm so glad we brought this up. <laughs> I have never seen it. I've never even heard of Seven Pounds. He plays a man who's dying, but his organs are still good. Actually, no, he's not dying. He plans to kill himself. So he goes around and decides who's getting his organs and it is the longest drawn out piece of shit I have ever seen. And he kills himself with a jellyfish. What? He has like this weird box jellyfish that he jumps into a fucking bathtub with and that's how he commits suicide. Why would you do that? He keeps his organs intact so he can give it to these people. Why would you do this? It is, it's just this horrible, stupid, boring movie where nothing happens. The whole movie, nothing happens. He's just talking to this chick. They don't end up together or anything. He's just talking to her. (laughs) And it's just, it's dumb. I fucking hate it. Oh, seven pounds of flesh. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, like the Merchant of Venice. I get it. That's stupid. I thought it was going to be about, like, English money. No, no, no. Because <laughs> I don't think it had anyone else that great in it. Oh, what do you mean? Rosarine Dawson was in it, actually. Yeah, she was the chick, which I usually like her, but now I remember she's in this, I like her way less. Rosario Dawson. Now, I like her, but I always get distracted just looking at her nostrils. Yeah. Because one is way bigger than the other. Okay, look, some people are like that, and she's a great actress and that, but I'm sorry. You know when you don't look at the mole, and then she flares at me, you're like, why would you even do that? <laughs> you're not playing fair. Oh, Octavia me. Spencer. I don't know who that is. That black chick. You know who she is now. Ah, uh, yes, I do know who she is. <laughs> I only know her name because she was on a show and I'm like, Octavia? Yeah. Who the fuck's called Octavia? Oh, that chick. Okay. She did that hidden figures, didn't she? Uh, yeah. We should respect black women because they're good at maths. So wait, is the stereotype that black men aren't good at maths now? What's happened with that? I don't know. <laughs> but speaking of pieces of crap, men in black three. Yeah, like I said, downswing of his career here. After Earth. We already talked about this piece we of did, shit. We did, but now it's brought back memories because I sort of, you know when you just try and forget things, it's all coming flooding back. I saw the trailer. Will Smith and his son, they're in the jungle. Everything's dangerous. We're going to get it. I'm like, all right, this is going to be cool. Will Smith in the future, he's going to go help his son out of problems. And then in like the first 10 minutes of the movie, he gets hurt. He's like, you got to do everything for me. This is shit. <laughs> you just ruined everything good about this movie. Oh, Will Smith's not going to do anything. The kid's going to, shut up, piss off. Yeah, yeah you didn't go to that. That movie to see his son. No one went. <laughs> his son didn't even go to the movie to see himself. I mean, I saw the trailer and it was Will Smith looks very bland in it. And it's just like, dude, you have like a big personality. That's why people see your movies. I think, and this is once again, this is how great a daddy is. He was doing his best to etch up his kid. Son, this is your movie. I'm going to be in it so people come to see it, but I am in no way going to throw myself out there and big up act you. He took a dive for his kid. <laughs> he would too. He fucking did. Now, once again, my parents have never taken a dive for me in a feature length movie. Yeah, it should have like After Earth. Two starring Philip Graw. <laughs> oh no, Ben Graw with like Philip Graw in it. Will yeah. people go to see him? Yeah, I'm sure. More than you. <laughs> oh, uh, people are only learning his name now. <laughs> in my movie, I'd give my kid a Remington rifle. <laughs> Good product placement. That's how we get the movie made. I mean, in all honesty, dude, if you could hit them up for sponsorship on this podcast, I'm in. <laughs> You're okay with the right wing it would be bringing? Yeah, you're just going to be like, us Remingtons are going to stick together. I love your podcast. The way you always put that hippie in check. Hilarious. You hit up Remington Rifles for sponsorship. I'll hit up Ghost Recon. We'll see what we get. <laughs> we'll see what we get. Today we're going to be playing some Ghost Recon while we podcast. Oh, Ben, what's the best gun to use on this? The best gun in real life? Remington Rifle. Ha ha ha. Ah, Michelle. <laughs> Though if your business does have a Wikipedia page that you would like us to review, it is surprisingly cheap. Surprisingly. <laughs> Think of a dollar value. Yes. <laughs> I'm playing a little hardball. I said dollar. Think of a monetary value. It doesn't even have to be money. Just a value. Yeah. And that's not even each. That's just, just send that's it. That's just flat. And we will pick it up. No postage and handling. I'm not going to lose out whatever handling is going to cost me. I will handle. <laughs> Winter's Tale. Didn't see. Don't care. Don't care. Focus. Oh, I saw that piece of shit. Yeah, he was a con man or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, with uh, Margot Robbie or some chick who looks like her. No, it was Margot Robbie. It was her. I did it. So what was it? Like Ocean's 2 or something like that? Kind of, yeah. yeah. It was like he played the guy from Hitch, but he's a pickpocket now. Kind of. That's how I'm going to put it. You know those movies where it's a magician and he reveals his secrets and you're like, oh, that's so cool. You get to find out how the 
magician actually did it. Well, it's the same thing, except everything else in it sucks. So you're like, oh, this is how you pickpocket. That should be good, but it's not. It really is Ocean's Eleven now that you mention it. <laughs> it really is, because even like, you know, oh, he was conning him the whole way along. He was conning her. And you know when someone does a really obvious play, like, you know, they plant a line of dialogue at the beginning of the movie, and you go, oh yeah, I know what's going to happen. It was something called like the Toledo takedown or something, something with the word Toledo in it. And it was so out of place in the dialogue that I went, that's going to come up later. And mm. sure enough, sure as shit, it didn't just come up and be the whole point of the fucking movie. So yeah, don't see that. Concussion, have not seen. Sounds interesting. I did see that, but then I tripped over and wanged my head and now I forgot. <laughs> don't fall asleep. That's my <laughs> advice to you. No, I haven't seen that. Apparently it was the one he didn't win an Oscar for. Oh, then it would suck. Not because he didn't win, but because it was in that running field. Because yeah. when you hear concussion, there are two possibilities. <laughs> it's about a boxer who knocks motherfuckers out, or it's about a man who's dealing with a serious physical illness, and it takes a long time, and he's gonna sell his organs to other people or something because he's got a concussion. <laughs> if it's nominated and he didn't win, it's because that's what it is, and I just say, I love that I didn't even hear about it now. He doesn't say hell no in it. He says, hello, that hurt. No, but you remember when, like, they made that big deal because no black people were nominated at the Oscars is because apparently people felt that this movie should have been nominated. More than La La Land? Are you kidding? Another piece of shit <laughs> movie. <laughs> Which a lot of the movies that got nominated for Oscars in that year, I don't think I saw anyway. I didn't see the ones that didn't get nominated. I didn't see the ones that did. I think the last movie I saw that ended up getting nominated for an Oscar, I don't even know if it won, was that Get Out? Which actually did have black people. It's a very black movie. That got nominated? Yeah. I, I didn't think- see it because I thought it was just like a joke. No, it's actually a good movie. Really? Yeah. Huh. Is it funny? Uh, no, it's a horror movie. It seems like it should be funny. Yeah, you're confused because it has like the Key and Peel guy. Yeah, but it's, it's got Peel. But it's all these black people who are like, get out. Yeah. Like, that sounds like a setup to a joke. There is definitely, like, there's that funny character in it who has those funny one liners. He seems like he's in a comedy movie. <laughs> no but, one else is. But yeah, everyone else is playing it pretty serious <laughs> and scary. He's in a comedy movie. It's <clears> just <throat> not that movie days. <laughs> It's got... Ah, oh crap. I can't remember the actor's name, but he did the voice of Bill Dotrieve in King of the Hill. <gasps> Wicked. Do you know who that is? Oh, that guy. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, Stephen Root. He's in Get Out as well. Okay, yeah, I can see that. He plays a blind guy. Yeah, he wouldn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a fun movie where the villain is white people. It's just like reality. <laughs> I like that it's a lot more honest. It's like a movie with no twist. And get this, the villain is white people. Ah! <laughs> so you're just playing it straight. You're just going to say it how it always was and always will be, right? (laughs) I know I annoyed my wife because after we watched it, all I kept saying is like, how messed up are white people? (laughs) What's wrong with these white people, Shannon? I'm just surprised it wasn't made by Spike Lee. (laughs) Wait, so white people are the enemy and it wasn't directed by Spike Lee? They're multiplying. Good for them. But it's funny at the start of the movie because the white people are acting all friendly to him and they're like, hey, you know, I voted for Obama. <laughs> that takes me back to Lenny Bruce does an impression of white people. This is like you know Lenny Bruce days, way back. This is the, probably the first one of these jokes. This is my impression of white people trying to make a black person feel comfortable at a party. You know that Joe Lewis is a hell of a fighter. <laughs> that Bo Jangle sure can dance. <laughs> <laughs> 
Quick, what are some more black people I know? Uh, 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 get out of my house. <laughs> but no, in all honesty, we would be totally stoked if we had black people listening to us. Oh, absolutely. It's a weird white guy thing where we like black people to like us. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> well, I like everyone to like me. And I'd like to think the black people are more intelligent than other races and can tell that mm. clearly this is us being satirical. Mm. And they'd probably find this funnier than anyone else. <laughs> Not stereotyping them, just saying that they would get it better. <laughs> like, oh, these white guys are playing like every other white person. That's hilarious. <laughs> but there is that thing, though, as a white guy where you kind of like to collect... <laughs> just so you can say my black friend my black friend and my gay friend oh yeah, yeah you gotta have that your well, lesbian friend all you're doing is finding alibis so you can say whatever you want yeah that's pretty much it this isn't an every person thing this is a you thing <laughs> alright tonight I'm gonna slam the pygmies hey Mubatu come here a second I need you to back me up I'm gonna make fun of some people <laughs> I do need a first generation Asian friend though if anyone out there is interested <laughs> and if you couldn't guess already yes we do have a midget friend. <laughs> of course we do. That's why we can make the jokes. That's why it's hilarious. He <laughs>, laughs too. Well, too that much. was concussion. Next up, we're getting quite recent now. Suicide Squad. Yay, he played Deadshot. Yes, and I would like to say, considering the entire cast, he held that movie up. It was pretty much his movie. <clears throat> Him and Margot Robbie. I don't think she even did a good job. She had an easy role, a fun role to play, where it's like, that's a cool role to be. You're just a crazy bitch doing whatever you want. As far as like, if he wasn't in it, it would have been very obvious how B-grade every other actor in it is and how just no one can actually act. It's like he was acting for everyone. He really put in the overtime on it. He was the workhorse of that movie. Though I will say Margot Robbie absolutely nailed that scene. You know where Harley Quinn gets like changed in front of everyone and she's there. <laughs> No bra or pennies. Just, yeah, what a scene. She really acted the shit out of that. Hey, let's see Will Smith do that. <laughs> Get jiggy with it. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nah, but that movie had a lot of helicopter crashes in it. It did. I did like uh, whoever played the Joker. Yeah, it was a different rendition of Joker. Which I liked, him. not because he did a good job. This is what I want to make the point about. No one did a good job except Will Smith, but the characters, Margot Robbie got to play a really good character. The Joker Joker was a really fun gangster character. And he had fronts, gold teethers. That was cool. And also I liked all the masks that his like crew was wearing. Where one was wearing like a Batman mask. <laughs> that was clever. Yeah, that was cool. I liked that scene. But then other than that, just kind of a piece of shit movie. It was also, I've discussed this before, movies where it's just introducing a character. Nothing needs to happen except, all right, we got this guy for the squad, the first member. He comes from the Amazon mm -hmm. and he can wrestle alligators. <clears throat> He's cool. And then you get to see flashbacks of how cool he is. And you go, ooh, that should be a movie. And yeah. he comes in. And then the next guy, he <laughs> can play with fire and he's magical ooh and then they show the flashback of him being fire guy and you're like that should be the movie and then they all get together and it's like why are we even doing this movie now half of Suicide Squad was introducing the characters that's what I reckon they should have done for the trailers is have like these little five minute short movies that show them getting caught by one of the heroes and that would have sold the movie brilliantly Suicide Squad 2's coming out soon isn't it yeah and I assume he'll be in that holding it up hope he doesn't break his back carrying that movie then he's done like some other crap but seen here, he's in the new Aladdin movie. Coming out 2019. They're remaking Aladdin. Guy Ritchie's directing it. <gasps> yes. That's uh, awesome. It's going to be a weird movie. It's going to be like Lock, Stock and Two Smoking <clears throat> Genies. <laughs> Snatch that lamp. 
<laughs> They're going to be Cockney Aladdin. <laughs> Look, all I really care about is, is Gilbert Godfrey still the parrot? I don't think so. I don't see his name in here. Then that movie can burn in hell. That's all I care about. Gilbert Godfrey is the man. Yeah, because he sounds like a bird. He does. Or maybe it's because he played that bird and now we associate all mm. birds with him. It happened the other way around. What do you think of this idea of Disney going back and making all its movies again? Well, they own them. They can do what they want. Everyone's going to see them again. I mean, the real life versions now. Oh, it's not a cartoon. It's not a cartoon. This has real actors. Oh, that's bullshit. He's going to be a CGI genie. Then dress Gilbert Godfrey up as a parrot. <laughs> Just let it happen. It'll be great. So wait, Will Smith's the genie, isn't he? Yes. But it's going to be like a animated genie. You know what I mean? Like he's not going to be a real life person, is he? He's going to be CGI essentially. Yeah, and no, he's going to be sucks. amongst real actors. And it's going to be a really crappy uh, carpet ride. Actually, this is going to be exciting because mm-hmm. Aladdin, that's about Arabian Nights. They did a song about it. It's Arabia. Arabs. Kind of made it look like it was India when yeah. they made the movie. Because Disney has this, are they racist? Yes, they are. Yes, absolutely they are. Kind of thing going on. If you go back in Disney's history, if you ever look at Mickey Mouse cartoons with black people in it. Oh, Jesus. That was horrible. And Songs of the South. That's their classic racist one. So when they made Aladdin, they made it more Indian rather than Arabic. And they sort of whitened everyone up. So this is going to be interesting to see the background people in Aladdin, the movie. Because who are you going to cast? Disney, what are you going to do? Get a bunch of Puerto Ricans? (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen some of these names? Moa Kasarani. Navid. Navid. Nazim. Numakar. Okay, so... They sound kind of Arabic-y. Okay, they're going real. Yeah, they might have like a bunch of like real Arabs and Will Smith. I've thought it through. Will Smith can play the genie because he's just going to be Fresh Prince. He's going to be everyone's hanging out in Arabia, a.k.a. Beverly Hills, and then someone's going to rub a lamp and he's going to come out all colourful and be like, oh, by the way, the black guy's here. <laughs> and be like, wow, he can solve everything. Cool. I'm down for it. <laughs> Definitely won't be like Robin Williams, though. It's going to be a tough act to follow. Absolutely. He couldn't hold a candle to him. <laughs> that was always funny, though. It's nothing but Arabs. So who's going to play the genie? A Jew! Because <laughs> it is magical. He's still alive. you got to hand it to him. All right, so we covered the movies pretty thoroughly, as promised. <laughs> <laughs> now let's go back to... Well, we talked about Fresh Prince off the bat, but that was from 1985 to 1992. That's a pretty long-running show. I think that's just him being the Fresh Prince for that long. Because he was a rapper called... The Fresh Prince. Oh, I didn't get that from him. Yeah, he was called that before the show came out. Ah, oh, because later on he was Will Smith the rapper. And I think he's been like Big Willie Smith. I don't know. I think he had another name too. Big Willie Styles. Mm, was that it? <laughs> That's what I call him. <laughs> May as well be it. <laughs> That's the best name he'll ever get. I know I always thing. remember him as the Fresh Prince. Absolutely. With but- DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, because this is mostly about his music career. That's hilarious that they have this much on it. And then in 2006, he's leading man status. What was that? That was when Independence Day or some shit came out. Yeah, that area where he was doing good. Uh, his personal life and his horrible kids. Though we didn't mention the two shitty movies that he wasn't in, but he was responsible for, which was Annie, the black version, ah. and Karate Kid, the black version. He was behind that, wasn't he? Which, hilarious. Okay, so Will Smith <laughs> got famous for being like, yo, I'm like the acceptable black guy. And yeah, everyone thinks I'm cool. Oh, so what do you want to do? What's a project you could do? You know, I hear a lot of things about Annie. What if she was black? That's okay. Well, um, what else? I hear a lot of things about Karate Kid. What if he was black? <laughs> <laughs> 
Though Annie was originally meant to be played by Willow Smith. Really? What happened? She changed her mind and didn't want the role anymore after they had already got the ball rolling in so many ways. What a little bitch. <laughs> I know. I've had my parents get me something like, okay, my mom has gotten me a sweater that's pink with a cat on it. And I'm like, mom, I don't want the sweater. I'm not going to wear that. Imagine she got me a $12 million motion picture. You get to act alongside Jamie Foxx. Look, I'm not saying he's a gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, I think it shows that she's quite good. She's got wisdom beyond her years. She knew that was going to be a pile of shit and she didn't want her fingerprints on it. Dad, you can withstand this. I can't. I got a reputation to uphold. I whip my hair back and forth. Thank you very much. Uh, apparently she got teased about that at school. Really? That's one of those backwards things like, ha ha, you got a hit song. You're in the top 10. <laughs> can we braid your hair when you're done whipping it back and forth? And then they had Jaden Smith, who did actually do his Karate Kid movie, in which he played a kid who goes to China and learns karate. Well, he learned Kung Fu. Oh, Kung Fu. Sorry. Yeah, he went to China and, and learned, learned Kung, Kung Fu, Fu from Jackie Chan, who's not actually a martial artist, but he did learn Peking Opera. That's acceptable. Because isn't karate Japanese? Yes, very so, Japanese. And the original Karate Kid learned Okinawan Karate, mm. a very specific part of Japan. <clears throat> they named it. They went to the island in number two or whatever. It's kind of like having a movie called Boomerang boy that's set in New Zealand. Exactly. <laughs> the emu farmer and they're all ostriches. <laughs> Did you know there's a new Karate Kid movie? Again? Yes. You got to hear this. <laughs> okay. It's out already, but it's only on the internet. Here's I think I've heard of this, but go on anyway. Here it is. Yeah. That's exactly what they said the entire time yeah. shooting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we remember the original Karate Kid where he fights Cobra Kai. So that Cobra Kai kid that he beat up, grows up and opens his own karate dojo. It's the sequel we were all waiting for. Be honest. But this time the Cobra Kai guy is the good guy. That's right. Well, this time. I think he always was, to be fair. <laughs> I mean, what, this Italian New Yorker kid rocks up, six days learning karate, kicks their asses. I mean, and he, he was a sassy talk-back kid. Had no respect for the kids who had been there the whole time and had, like, mm. a whole backstory in the town. Mm. Very disrespectful. And that teacher was a Vietnam veteran. He <laughs> fought for this nation. What did Mr... Miyagi? Thank you. Why did I not know that? <laughs> What did Mr. Miyagi ever do except apparently not be a Japanese World War II pilot? Yeah, he probably killed Americans. Exactly. I'm just saying. Uh, backwards racism. <laughs> and forwards and sideways. There's a lot of it going on. Italians, Japanese, yeah, we hate them all. <laughs> that's America. But yeah, that's Karate Kid. My parents never got me to do a martial arts film. That <laughs> I would love to do. Would you do the Karate Kid? I would <clears throat> own the Karate Kid. Except I'd make it the Jiu Jitsu Kid. Or the Kung Fu Kid. Or the Mixed Martial Arts Kid. Although that's really boring lining on like a D-grade movie. Who would you cast as your teacher then? Oh, I, I could spend a day to figure this out. <laughs> Ted Danson. Ted Danson would be cool. <laughs> You're learning karate from Becker? <laughs> hey, he was in Cheers. Show some respect. I would like to get James Bond, but not any of the good ones. Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's the best. You know why? Remington Steele. <laughs> that makes sense if he was my teacher. People would be like, are you related to him? Is he your son? Did he have sex with a really ugly woman. <laughs> this kind of just stood out to me. Why what? does it say Church of Scientology? Is Though he is Baptist. not a Scientologist. Oh no, he's not a Scientologist. Why does it 
go to the trouble to say he's not a Scientologist, though? Does it say that on everyone's Wikipedia page? <laughs> I think the Scientologists have gone in there. He's made a statement saying, I just think a lot of the ideas in Scientology are brilliant and revolutionary and non-religious. So people went, wait, are you a Scientologist? No, I'm not. I'm just saying, because that's right there. Why would anyone say anything positive about Scientology if you're not a Scientologist? That, that's true. Maybe he is a Scientologist. I know it specifically says he's not, but now I kind of think he is. I hope he's not, though. I know. Every time you find out that someone's a Scientologist, it kind of ruins it, doesn't it? Because I kind of like him. I mean, his earlier stuff, apparently. A lot of his movies recently have been shit. I know, right? That would explain a lot. Although, John Travolta turned his career around. But then what's the last thing you saw him in? Be cool. Oh, that was a while ago now. I did actually see him in a thing they did on OJ. Really? He played one of the lawyers. Ah, yeah, he could play a lawyer. That's all right. Robert Shapiro or something he played. Ah, cool. You also had Ross from Friends. He played... <laughs> David Schwimmer. Yeah, he played... Uh, <laughs> Robert Kardashian or something like that. <laughs> that's awesome. Father of Kim Kardashian. <laughs> that's so funny. And it's like, yeah, I can picture him as a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> it's very believable. I just think my daughter's talented. <laughs> <laughs> See, David Swim is probably a nice guy in real life, but I could totally buy him as a douchebag. Yes, he could play a douchebag really well. Possibly because he's a great actor. We'll never know. <laughs> he just has that look about him. Or a giraffe. He could play a good giraffe. Yeah, I could see that. When's the next Madagascar movie coming out? I don't know. What are they up to? 18? <laughs> Did you know Will Smith gave $1.3 million to charity in 2007? And probably hasn't given that much since because otherwise they would mention that instead. In 2007, he gave over a million dollars to charities. Good for him. All right, let's go down back to the filmography. What, did he, <laughs> what was he doing in 2007? I, I Am Legend. Legend. Okay, so that's I Am Legend money. That's Pursuit of Happiness, I Am Legend money. So Pursuit of Happiness made him feel sad for poor people. And then when he made all that money from I Am Legend, he's just like, oh, I'll give a fuck on to her. You know what? I'm going to give a whole bunch of money to like charities. <laughs> I Am Legend. And he also gave $122,500 to three Scientology organizations. Uh-huh. And he's not a Scientologist. No. I wonder if he's been on the e-meter though. Oh, they've definitely given him a reading. Yo, your shot is whack. <laughs> After that, <laughs> half a million, 1.3 million political <laughs> views. He donated $4,600 to Barack Obama's presidential campaign. Why would you even mention that? <laughs> $4,600. I reckon the only reason you'd mention that is a backwards thing. Like you only gave $4,600. <laughs> that's the first black president and that's what you put in. I love that he's like religious views and political views it just says how much money he gives to people <laughs> it's like that's how you know how famous people like something they just throw money at it <laughs> That's also the smartest way to have a political view. What's your political view? Here's some money. Go away. Could be Barbara Streisand. Let me tell you another thing about my opinions on politics. No, just shut up. What about his discography? So all his albums. Are Wait, you familiar with- an, Sorry, an album's called a discography? A list of albums? Yes. That's awesome because they're not even on discs anymore. Recordology. Phonographology. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think kids know what a disc is these days. Because I think I've said it before. I want to get like a floppy disc. And show it to somebody who's my age and go, what's this? It's a And then just keep going a year younger until <laughs> someone goes, I have no idea. I don't know what that is. Yeah. So Rock the House was his first album. With DJ Jazzy Jeff. Rock the House. 
Do you recognize any of those songs? He did a song called Just One of Those Days. Do you reckon it's like Ice Cubes? <laughs> <laughs> Pre-dating Limp Biscuit. Just one of those days! I bet he did it better though. Oh, Ice Cube did one as well. Did he? Oh no, he did Today Was a Good Day. Yeah, I think the Limp Biscuit one will probably be better than the Will Smith one. You know, pile of crap in one hand, pile of shit in the other, right? Okay. Well, I don't like Limp Biscuit, but that single song, I actually do like of this. Every other song, no. I, I guess what it comes down to is Limp Biscuit. were just having one of those days <laughs> where they did something right for once. No, that, that's an awesome song. They did also Roland. That sucks. That Mission Impossible one. That sucks. Um, <laughs> Nookie. That was, yeah, good on you. Yeah, they did it for the Nookie. I love it when the band broke up. Wes and all the other guys were like, I'm just sick of him talking about his ex-girlfriends. <laughs> Every song. Oh, I love her, but she doesn't love me back. Shut up, Fred. They'll work for Linkin Park. Although, you know, it didn't end well for him. At least Fred's still kicking. <laughs> I think because he was a bit more committed to it. That's why he's dead now. Okay, so we got Girls Ain't Nothing But Trouble. That was the first song on his first album. Like, we're going to blow the roof off. Jazzy Jeff, you and me, man. Girls ain't nothing but trouble. Which I like that it's so PG sounding. Mm. It's not girls ain't shit. Girls ain't nothing but hoes. They're nothing but trouble. I wonder, is there any place I can play this? Because I wouldn't mind right. hearing. Let's take a trip down memory lane. Not our memory, but someone. This yeah. was around. In fact, listening to this might explain why people said certain things to us when we were younger. Good start. Little wicka wicka wah. I this dream is a I genie. Dream a Genie. He's rapping to the I Dream a Genie theme. Oh, I'm in. I gotta get this album immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it's so innocently sexist. Oh, he really raps and doesn't swear at all. Nope. To quote Eminem, Will Smith don't got a cuss in his raps to sell records. Well, I do, so fuck him and fuck you too. It's got that very, like, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme sort of to it. It really is. It's a very slow, for anyone who knows anything about rhyming, it's uh, A, B, A, B, A, B, you know, two bars, then two bars. Every second bar rhymes. And it's said very slowly <laughs> with no cussing. He's very good at enunciation. You gotta hand it to him. But if he he was in I Dream a Genie, this is what it would be about. We called Girls Are Nothing But Trouble. And it would be about how much trouble the genie was. <laughs> Which would make sense because he was an astronaut in Independence Day. <laughs> All right. So, so what was his next album? He's the DJ, I'm the rapper. The second studio album by hip-hop duo DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Oh, it was a double album. Good for them. <laughs> yeah, one was just raps that were all done a cappella, and one was just all beats. <laughs> and you're meant to mix them together. You gotta play them at the same time, or it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, they had a lot of songs 17 songs on there. Because it was a double album. Back in those days, that was 17 was a lot. Yet he still hasn't done Boom, 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 Shake the Room. That must have been later, I guess? Well, it wasn't on his second one. I don't recognize any of these again. What TV themes do you reckon he rapped to this time? Well, it says right there Nightmare on My Street. Theme from Nightmare on El. Street he rapped to. It's Which fun. I don't know what the theme song to that was, but good for him. Bouncy Lady, Funky President, People It's Bad by James Brown. Uh, by LL Cool J, I Can't Live Without My Radio. Was that in one song? Uh, yes. Brand New Funk. Brand New Funk. Yeah. Sampled all those people. This is more about Jazzy Jeff than it is about <laughs> Will Smith right now. Well, he's the DJ. And he's the rapper. Yeah. I think they made that clear enough. It seems like he sampled a lot of things on here. He's a DJ Jesse Jeff's been busy. Human Video Game. That's a weird title. Hip-hop dances 
theme. Oh, they've actually got a song on there called He's the DJ, I'm the Rapper. <laughs> uh, let's get busy, baby. My Buddy. What rapper do you know except Will Smith who has a song called My Buddy? <laughs> I could not think of a wider title for a rap. My Buddy, he's cool. He's always there. My Buddy. That's how all his raps sound, unfortunately. <laughs> Pretty much it is, yeah. So these are all the ones with DJ Jazzy Jeff. Maybe he did Boom Shake the Room as a solo album, but where the hell is it? I don't know. It wasn't on his third one. He did a song called I Think I Can Beat Mike Tyson. I bet you he can't. <laughs> That's why he wanted to play Ali. That's exactly right. I think life beat Mike more than you did. Summertime. Oh, no, wait. That was Shaggy. False alarm. Shaggy. Because I was thinking, like, wait, did he do that song? Like, no, wait, that was Shaggy's. <laughs> and probably Shaggy's best song. And Ring My Bell. Oh, my God. There was a cassette bonus track. A cassette. There, there it is. is. Okay, in their fourth album, Code Red. Out we go. Number three, Boom Shake <laughs> the Room. So after he did that song is when he decided to ditch DJ Jazzy Jeff. That's cold. It's like, come on, man. Like, what else could you have done? I think maybe Jazzy Jeff made his money and went, I'm done with this. What's Jazzy Jeff doing these days? Can we find that out? Well, he's still alive. Good for him. He's known as a comedian and an actor. Oh, everyone's known as a comedian. We've been through that. <laughs> Instruments. Turntables. He's got a website, djjazzyjeff.com. Oh, that's the sickest porno I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pay the bill somehow. You could join his mailing list. <laughs> uh, I'm a cool DJ. I have a mailing list list. Oh, you can buy stuff from his shop. We can follow him on Instagram. Let's see what the shop has. Man, we could out hipster the hipsters right now. I follow DJ Jazzy mm -hmm. Jeff on Instagram. You can buy a t-shirt that says two miles and her so everybody sees you. Two miles an hour so everybody sees you. Yeah, you can pre-order my double album that's been signed. And I also have t-shirts. You can get that baby from the front of the Notorious B.I.G. album. Hey, you don't like my stuff? You can also get a Bismarck key air freshener <laughs> okay look I know you guys aren't gonna stick around for me I know you're only clicking out of this out of morbid curiosity but come on I got a shirt that says donut 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 time only $24.95 and dreams minus action equals fear deep good advice for life good mathematics and I'll have to get my calculator out double check that <laughs> uh, yeah gonna need that cos sine and tan thing to figure that one out so he's up to a lot he's still going good for him yeah he's selling Bismarcky air fresheners I didn't know he was doing that that well <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping we'd click on it and it'd be like oh by the way he's the greatest DJ ever he's behind everything Will I Am was nothing without DJ Jazzy Jeff you know that would have been nice but then he went solo and did the big Willie style where he did getting jiggy with it no 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 and I think that was about it which basically his movie started to take off so he went this whole Jazzy Jeff thing's really lagging me back I'm gonna make money no matter how crap it is hey I was the guy from Boom Shake the Room I can get jiggy with it <laughs> who even knew what Jiggy was. He told us. That's why he was here. I had Men in Black on there as well. See, that makes sense. I'm just the two of us. Wait, did he write that? Yeah. Huh. He wrote it about his son who was not Jaden Smith. You know how Will Smith has like Willow Smith and Jaden Smith? There's another one that you never hear of. <laughs> Don't know what happened. It's from his first marriage. Oh, really? Because he's quite famous about him and his wife. Jaden Pinkett Smith. Yeah, Jaden Pinky. Something. She was in Gotham. She was in a lot of things too. Not necessarily the best actress. What I find funny is that he's this like tall, skinny black guy and she's this tall, skinny black chick. It's like they're the only people who are black and holy 
Hollywood that don't have asses. And they found each other. <laughs> How did you know it was love at first sight? Because I could see right behind her, straight up and down. Him too. And do you remember nearly 20 years ago at the beginning of the millennium? <laughs> oh, millennium. Oh, that was a thing. Second solo album. <laughs> We're gonna party like it's 19. Hold up, it is. <laughs> yes, I remember that. Ah, oh, um, dated. Yeah, I bet that album doesn't hold up too well. Will 2K. Oh yeah, Y2K was a thing we were all terrified about. I remember Y2K. <laughs> yeah, because the two digits weren't put on the code, so that meant the planes were going to fall out of the sky. Computers were much stupider back in our days. <laughs> yeah, but apparently they were running everything. <laughs> if all the computers crashed back then, it's like, pff, what did they honestly even do back then anyway? <laughs> I remember it was New Year's Eve. I'm on a train going to a mate's house to then go into to see the fireworks. New Year's Eve, 2000. It's going to be a big deal. Ran to this guy. He's like, nah, Y2K, man. I've dug a hole in my backyard. I filled it with concrete so that it's all laid out. I've got like a little shelter. I'm going to be hunkered down in this hole for New Year's because that's when all the shit's going to fall out of the sky. Satellite's going to crash down. You're all going to die. I'm going to live. Good luck with that, sir. I love the idea that New Year's. Five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year! And then the fireworks goes off. He's like, it's beginning! It is a weird flaw in the missile silos that if you set the date wrong, they'll just fire for no reason. I don't know how that makes sense at all. And also, getting a computer to do anything is quite a task. Back then with dial-up, it was nigh impossible. Two hours to see some pixelated boobs. That's all it could do. You're telling me that when your systems crash, they start doing stuff. That makes no sense. The missiles are going to launch. Things are going to change. Money's going to spit out of ATMs. How's it going to do that? They're going to be broken. They'll probably just turn off. All that's going to happen is everyone's going to be like younger or older, depending when you were born in the year. Now, here's an interesting mismatch. He did a song with Little Kim, which I wouldn't think those two would go together. Hey, when was the last time you heard about Little Kim? Aside from right now? Yeah. yeah. It's been a while. Uh, since they did Da Butter. The name of the song is Da Butter. And I'm guessing it's a reference to her butt, but he's saying like butter. So basically, he keeps it really clean she keeps it really filthy yeah she's like but he's like ah butter like you know spreads it's smooth yeah though isn't like Nicki Minaj basically Little Kim yeah like a younger skank she really skanked it up on top she saw Little Kim as like a yardstick of where to start (laughs) imagine Uh. if your butt's more famous than you oh my god in this album Jazzy Jeff came back to do a song called Pump Me Up he's like pump me up man I need the help (laughs) (laughs) he also did a song with Biz Marquee and Slick Rick Slick Rick Rick, word. Oh my God. He's actually getting recognition from people. Unless this is like their goof album. Hey guys, you want to be hysterical? Let's look on Will Smith's album. It'll be funny as hell. It's like, I'm so popular. I'm a real rapper. I'm going to be at the next hip hop awards. Yeah, I do like to hear Slick Rick read me a bedtime story. But then you got to remember, this was back in the day. This is, yeah, the Willennium. Eminem was famous. The best gangster rapper was a white boy. The cleanest rapper was Will Smith. It was a confusing time. Slick Rick didn't know where to go. <laughs> Bismarck, he's like, I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Hell, he had Eve. Look at that. Can you feel me with Eve? Now, she was like the clean Lil' Kim. <laughs> She's Lil' Kim with pants on. That's the one that had Wild Wild West on. And that was when people just said, just stop. KC was in Will 2K. He was a thing in the 90s. That he's not thing. anymore. <laughs> he went the way of like All Saints and Aqua. <laughs> uh, I'm a Barbie girl. This is just my song. Have no others. 
See, I think kids still know the song Barbie Girl. They just have no idea who sung it. <laughs> but they were a band and everyone took them seriously at some stage. It's like, you know, whenever you see Vietnam <clears throat> war footage and they play, you know, that one pill makes you happy. <laughs> and you don't know where it's from? Yeah, Aqua, but the 90s. <laughs> Whenever they play footage of the, the 90s and people with mullets and denim and stuff. I'm a Barbie girl. Yeah, that's just your, your soundtrack. Dr. Jones really didn't hold up. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, you just say things over and over again, don't you? <laughs> well, Barbie, we're just getting started. Who the fuck is this guy and why are you wasting our time? Do you reckon Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba held up? I stand by that song. <laughs> we will be singing. I wonder what would have happened if they had a second song, though. We got knocked down again. <laughs> <laughs> Got knocked down again. We told you we weren't going to be kept down. <laughs> We're still standing by our thing that you should get back up. Born to Rain was his third solo album. What did he do? Screw up and say he was bigger than Jesus? Oh my God, he has a song called Willow is a Player. And there's another one called Jaden's Interlude. I want to hear this Willow is a Player. It's like, you know, if your dad made an album and it was like a home movie album. Willow was a Player. All right. I think there is such a thing as loving your kids too much. Yeah. Okay, I can't listen to that anymore. Okay, so... Does it rap or... It sounds like a song that he sings her at bedtime. It's like a little song he made up for her, like to, you know, bedtime song. She doesn't necessarily like it. It's just what he does. It's their thing together. He just goes, Willow is a player. Got your bunny rabbit? Yeah, tuck you in. Willow is a player. Like, and then he went, I need another song on this album. Why not, right? I'm Will Smith. I can do no wrong. King of hip hop. The most respected hip hop artist ever to walk the earth. So he did the Jaden interlude, Willow is a player, and, and- 1,000 Kisses featuring Jaden Pinkett Smith. So this is kind of like his family album. Yeah, quite literally a family album. Once again, the other one not in there. He released Nod Your Head or Black Suits Coming, the second Men in Black song. The one that is way less good than the first one. (laughs) Like, the first one when it came out, it was awesome and it just took the world by storm. The second one, people forget even exists. Hang on. Japanese bonus track. Can you click down there where it says show? Nothing on my mind. Oh, that was a bit of a letdown. Why is it only a Japanese bonus track? Maybe he raps in Japanese. Ooh. He probably doesn't. Konnichiwa, kosa. I don't know. Does he have a big following in Japan? You'd imagine so. And Lost and Found was his last album. <laughs> this just gets sadder and sadder, doesn't it? Dad, <laughs> just stop. Ah, uh, it was when he did. Switch. Switch. I remember that. Yeah, that was a song. Oh my god, and this one, Tell Me Why with Mary J. Blige and Pump Your Brakes with Snoop Dogg. Ha! <laughs> you wouldn't think of them together. But Snoop Dogg, he does everything. He's on everything. Yeah, Snoop Dogg, he's done a song with Katy Perry. Oh, hell yeah. So yeah, he's come a long way from gangster rap. He now just basically does rap bits and pop. He's a dad too, though. You know, he just rocks up. Hey, Calvin, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. You know, just put the kids to bed. Can't stay out late. Wife be tripping about you know, let's get this song out. What's it called? Pump your brakes. All right, I'll pump my brakes then, man. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wow, he did it again. <laughs> he just makes up words. Any rapper can rap really well when they just end every word with izzle. Then he's like 96 now or something, isn't he? <laughs> he looks... How old do you reckon Snoop Dogg is? Let's see if we can <clears throat> guess. Closest number gets. I'm going to say he's got to be close to 70. I'd say 68. I'm going to say 55. 55. That sounds kind of young. Let's see, Snoop Dogg, he's... 48. Whoa, he is aged terribly. <laughs> wow, he does not look good for his age. 46, actually. 46. Wow. Because he's, like, really not doing well. Because I've seen him live in concert, and I'm like, wow, he looks pretty close to death. <laughs> he's going to need a walking frame, but my God. Wow, shit, don't do drugs, I guess. <laughs> this is the greatest PA. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Holy crap, I can't believe how way off we were on I that. I know. I was thinking I'm going to be under it, but maybe late 50s, but just in case. I no. thought, like, he's an idiot. No way that dude is as young as 55. Because he looks old. He's, like, going grey. and It's because he's already, like, gangly. <laughs> like, skinny people seem to age quicker. Fat don't crack. The Snoop Dogg's been around for, like, ever. Well, since yeah. the early 90s, really. That's forever. <laughs> That's, that counts as ever. What music were you listening to before that? Uh, House of Pain. Are they before early 90s? Oh, yeah, sorry. They, they were the beginning of the 90s. I was thinking of, you know, who was I into before Snoop Dogg? Because I didn't listen to music in the 80s. Oh, Pantera. Did you listen to it in the 80s? Yeah, I mean, I was a child, but <laughs> yes. Where did Scatman come out? That was Beep, the... Ba, 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 <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was also a thing. <laughs> He I wonder where he is. God, he thought Scat was coming back. He could not have been more mistaken. <laughs> All right. So what did you reckon of this page? It's a great trip down memory lane. I like that we did Will Smith. I didn't even think about this, but it's just reliving all the memories from the 90s and the early 2000s mm. when I was cool. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. When I was as cool as I will ever have been, which is slightly subpar to anyone else, really. How do I even begin? I'm going to rate this a Jazzy Jeff out of a possible pursuit of happiness because, oh, well, they're both pretty terrible. But I respect it. I respect the page. Jazzy Jeff, right there. Gotta respect this page. It's coming out there. It reminds me of, hey, that was a thing. <laughs> I don't think we've said that more in any episode than this one. Hey, that was a thing. Whatever happened to that? Ooh, not a good story. Yeah, 90s comes up a lot when you're talking about Will Smith. I bet, like, if we met Will Smith, he'd be like, remember the 90s? Yeah, we do, man. Yeah, that's why you're talking to me right now. You know he's older than Snoop Dogg? There is no way. If you put them side by side and went, who's older? Will Smith is taking care of himself. Snoop Dogg can make a great vampire. They could do like a before and after, like Will Smith walking down the street, gets bitten by a vampire, then turns into Snoop Dogg. Everyone would buy it. That's I think what Snoop Dogg I... would make a bit of zombie. Yes, absolutely. Bizzle. <laughs> Brizzles. <laughs> That's what I thought. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, I really like this page. I mean, I don't know what I'll get the rating out of. I'll just, I can't be fucked thinking. 46 out of 49, because the ages. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, yeah, I'll give it like out of 49. And I would probably give it 40 out of 49, but I'm going to minus seven for seven pounds. Because <laughs> I fucking hated that movie. <laughs> so I give it 33. Yeah, that works for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's only 34 if I'm bad at math. <laughs> it was a pretty good page It was good to reminisce about Will Smith I mean I do like a lot of his movies And I think he is probably one of the most interesting actors Or at least the one that I know the most about He's fun to watch And he's done a lot of stuff I was really surprised to learn how many notable rappers have rapped with him That was I did not know Like real rappers <laughs> They kept it a really tight secret And he got most of them on board after he ditched DJ Jesse Jeff But he pumped him up so it's alright <laughs> And now he sells Bismarck air freshness that's so he's got that to look forward to for the rest of his life I do like that that's the end of his life now <laughs> just that's what you do that's what I do so yeah we'll, we'll jam through the plugs quick what have you got the YouTube channel which is Humidor Humidor I want you to subscribe comment rate we got some videos on there that are actually pretty good so check it out public domain confessions Ben the ghost it's all great stuff you'll love it yep. even like the rap battle that we did we got a nice little video for it so if you remember that episode ages ago better than 
Will Smith. We'll put that down. Also, jump on and rate our podcast. We still got a $50 gift voucher for Amazon ready to give away if you can rate our podcast. Five-star rating. Yeah, it must be five stars. Kiss Arcee comments gets you the prize. You don't have to mean them, just say them. <laughs> if that wasn't apparent already. And, I don't know, we don't do a comedy room anymore. Yeah. We just suddenly stopped talking about that. We didn't explain why. Pub closed down, change management. Not our fault. <laughs> we were looking at a bigger venue, but we couldn't find one big enough to host our amazing events. Yeah. So we're shopping right now. Yeah, so that's the thing with us. If you don't act quick, you do miss out because we'll <laughs> screw it up. Don't worry. That's what we do. <laughs> we do amazing stuff, but not very well. <laughs> and not for very long. I think that's everything we got going on in our lives. Yeah, just jump onto humidor.com.au and you'll find all our stuff. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram and all that shit. And we sporadically do stuff on that. And if you can find the secret skate park in uh, Grand Theft Auto 4, let me know. All right. I've been Ben Grohl. I've been Garth Remington. And we'll catch you on the next Wiki Review. Wiki Wiki Wild 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 West. Oh, hell no. Find Humidor on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and at humidor.com.au. Theme is I Live for the Bass Drum by DJ Searle. All other music by Matt Graw. Zap. (laughs) I hope that's the sound effect.